Three, two, one. Megan Pearson and Dylan Coney on the Living Life Authentically podcast. Episode number seven. Second, second episode of 2021. Last week, we kind of set out the year of what our goals are going to be and what yes. we're going to work towards for 2021. And this week, we're going to be talking about criticism. Firstly, and, okay. how is your goals going? Because you don't like the word New Year's resolutions. Yeah, no. Um, we are about a week and a half into 2021. To be fully honest, quite <laughs> terrible, actually. Okay, you can't do that. What do you we mean? We have to be leading by example. I know, and I'm not. And I'm being honest and authentic about the you know fact what? that I've struggled You should go, okay, go to your fridge. Mm-hmm. Like, go. Okay. Go to your fridge. Go get the thing. Yes, because if you listen to the episode from last week, then you would know we wrote down all of these, like, goals and we had a conversation about what the year is going like thank you and i just want to like quickly see like from a week of how we're doing you know what you said because we want one of the questions was what do i need to do in the first months uh three months of 2021 budgeting you've got a big whiteboard that we're gonna it's true put your budget that's like literally good that's like literally the only thing that i've made progress on though i have not worked out this week well like last week i did not work out at all yeah and my streaming setup is a pain in the butt right now trying to get it all set up with the tech and stuff but you're trying it yeah least. i guess i'm working towards it but i just haven't made progress on it that's fair i'm trying to say that's fair so. no i've been trying to work out too but again i haven't been you're doing better than consistent. i am consistent <laughs> i think that's like the most important part of whatever like your goals were for this year is like yeah. as long as you are consistent with them then it is going to be fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, today we're going to be talking about criticism. This is coming from actually someone who listens to the podcast and had the question about how do you handle day-to-day criticism, whether that is like with our work, with our jobs, um, or just in general in relationships. So, yeah. So we're going to do a whole freaking episode on that. That's us. what we're going to yeah. talk about today. So uh, first, Dylan, yep. I think you have almost a bit more to dive in on to this topic about Probably, criticism. Yeah. Even stemming from like your childhood in those early stages of going into school, um, classmates, friends. So what was like that situation like? Like put us in that situation of how you were feeling. I'd say like when I grew up in school and like uh, going through elementary, junior high, a lot of it was being classified as the loud kid and the kid never stopped talking, the annoying kid. and was always criticized like very poorly. Not really even criticized, more like made fun of, but I'd still classify that as criticism in some way as being, yeah, the loud kid. And that like wore on me all through junior high, high school. It made me feel like crap about myself a lot of the time. So this stemmed like from elementary and like carried on? Yeah, it started in elementary and kind of, you know, built its way up into junior high. It obviously, and high school, but it obviously evolved differently through the years. And I changed as well. I think that criticism shaped my early development years and along in a lot of ways fairly poorly but now i look back on it now and i'm like those years are i wouldn't take them back because it taught me a lot later on in life when i was looking back on those years and that criticism i guess do you think i don't want it to like sound bad but was it like criticism or did it even get to the point of like bullying oh it was bullying yeah it was bullying. i take criticism as an overarching term for anything that is like can be classified as bullying like constructive criticism and poor criticism can all be kind of lumped into the same thing for me A lot of my criticism came more from classmates, but I think in talking to you about it, your criticism kind of more came from teachers. Yes. 
which is tough because obviously a teacher's a job is to teach you and help you get better and right. yeah are, they're gonna tell you if you're doing something wrong yeah but i feel like i just got like so heavily criticized on things that i didn't understand mm. like i'm gonna say like i'm not the smartest kid and i was not the smartest kid growing up in school and so i think i would actually really not understand a topic i would not understand a lesson that was being taught and i really tried my best to understand what's being given in front of me, but I just could not connect. Have you ever had like that instance where someone's explaining something new to you and you're just like, you're listening to them. You're trying to like focus on what their words are, what they're saying, but it's just not clicking. Yeah. That was me like growing up, yeah. like for all of schooling, whether it was in science class or math or social. I remember I even went in like high school, I would go to, what was it? We were taking what, the diplomas? Was that in like grade 12? In high school, yeah. Yeah. And we would go for those like prep classes. So you would go for like X amount of hours a week. And for a couple of weeks, you would get yeah. prepped for that final exam or yeah. that final test. And so I would do that and it still like wouldn't click for me. And I would get like a 50 on that final one, mm -hmm. even though I was putting all this extra effort in. So then I would get criticized from teachers like, well, obviously you're not paying attention. Obviously, like you're distracted. And I'm like, I'm just yeah. not learning. I'm just not getting it. You're not teaching it in a way yeah. for me to understand it. So I would get criticized all the time about that. And slightly off topic, but I think that's a root cause or root issue of our education system in North America is that it's catered to basically a specific type of person who is able to listen and then apply that and yeah. then be able to apply that to a test. Whereas a lot of people, me included, are very hands-on learners that's why i didn't like i did well in high school but i really thrived in state like at a technical school yeah where everything was hands-on project-based because it wasn't there was essays and there was everything mixed in but you worked on a project and you worked on Same. a final project right so that's where i like thrived yeah and i think that's what state does really well and southern alberta institute of technology for people who don't know what that yeah is. we but, both graduated from state yeah. so we both like it's a think technical that's... school not a university right no so. but it still works great and honestly for my line of work like for radio broadcasting yeah. all of the announcers will say the same thing as they maybe are a little bit more distracted and they aren't traditional learners in the aspect of oh i'm gonna yeah, write an essay and i can yeah. just literally read read a book and then tell you exactly what it is and yeah right that just not how our brain works no. so yeah I, hate reading. <laughs> I do too like i i like reading stuff that i'm really interested in but if there's just so much fluff like I, that's why i like reading articles and not books because mm. articles are so like it's one topic it's not all over the place yeah it's yeah i like archie I comics like. yeah yeah short concise With and pictures. they're usually about stupid stuff yeah and they have pictures of them and i'm like nice i can visually see yeah. what's going on yeah uh, you also had um criticism and again we're just kind of going through our personal stuff first and then we're going to yeah. dive into a little bit more but what you also means, yeah. um had criticism going in from sports too yeah so like i played hockey football basketball soccer baseball curling the culture of like minor sports or kids sports is you're it's all about learning as well right and so you're getting criticism every practice every game you're getting pulled off to the side being told what to do what not to do so a lot of that is criticism based, but 95% of that, I would say, if you have a good coach, is constructive criticism because they're trying to make you better and trying to make the team better, right? Yeah. Did you ever have a coach that Hard was coach. also a parent of a kid? Oh yeah, like my dad coached oh. as well. But he, oh, I but I hated those ones. Oh, but he was hard. He was the hardest on me. 
Like he was way mm-hmm. harder on me than any other kid. Because I've had the coach is a parent of a kid that's on the team. And that kid would be the captain. That kid would get all the special treatments. I'm just like, that's so frustrating to me. Yeah. Like you're like, you got to give criticism to your, also your kid. You can't yeah. just like favor them. Yeah, but. absolutely. I would not be the same person I am today if it wasn't for the criticisms and like constructive criticisms that I received when I was a kid of like learning leadership, learning how to follow properly, um, follow direction, you know, learning how to, you know, take a back seat and not be the leader. If you're the like runt of the team, which I was on a lot of basketball teams because I was the like shorter guy, you can't do a lot of the work. So you got to make sure that you're being an asset to the people that can do all the work, right? Mm-hmm. And that is applicable to every factor of life. So I think that's where that criticism became really constructive for me is that especially in my job and me being kind of an accessory to architects, right? I have to follow a lot of the time. I can't lead as much. I try to lead like with my faction of architectural technologists. So I think that sports criticism and way of upbringing kind of really affected the way that I live my life now and especially my career. So that's, that's been really cool to see as well. Yeah. So for you within your job, like how does criticism kind of affect your work and what you do day to day? I feel like everybody criticizes the radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like if, <laughs> you go to work and you're in your vehicle and you have a radio, you're probably criticizing the announcers at oh, some point of your, time. Yeah. Excuse, you're, are you criticizing me or others? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I'm agreeing with you that yes, like the average listener will just say, Oh, like I didn't like how they said that. Yeah. I didn't like that. But then people like us who listen to the radio 24 seven hyper analyze. Yes. Right. And if you listen to the radio and you don't like what was said or whatever it may be, you're probably not going to go and reach out to the radio station and say that. However, I've had like plenty of times where there's just like jerks. Yep. There's just people where it doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. They're just going to complain. That's complain life, all the time. Yeah. Today on my show, <laughs> I was talking about wedding dresses. Yeah. So over the weekend, my best friend and I, we went wedding dress shopping for her wedding, which is coming up in June and is all excited. Like I'm super honored to be able to be a part of that for her. But then it got me thinking like, oh, what if she picks out a dress that I don't think looks flattering on her or that does not look good, yeah. right? I was using that as a topic. And, you know, what would you do in this situation if, you know, someone, even like day to day, if someone was wearing something that did not look good on them, would you say something? Would you be outright in saying that? It was a really great topic, honestly. We got a lot of phone calls. We got a lot of texts. Got this one text that says, don't talk about love. It makes me sad because I'm lonely. I'm going to be turning off your radio station. And I'm like, okay, like, what do you want me to say to that? Because of the one person who can't relate to this topic, is that going to like make me now stop talking about it? No. Sure. That one person took the time to like text in and say, I don't like this topic, which yeah, that's going to come up and I'm going to see that. And I'm going to be like a little disappointed in it. Yeah. But with the thousands of people who are listening to that radio station, I've had one person that has commented, texted in that says, oh, don't like it. Yeah. You got to just like run with it after you can't like let it get to you. So I've had a ton of criticism from listeners in that yeah. aspect. Yeah. And that's interesting too, because I think that's a big difference between our jobs as well is that you have hundreds of thousands of people that are listening to your content and criticizing your content. Right. Whereas me, I have maybe 10, 20, 30 people at most overall criticizing my content. 
right? So that's a big difference, I think, and something that can be really difficult um, when we're talking about the difference between your job and mine is that you have a large group that is criticizing you and I have a very small group. So that can be hard to take as well. Well, it's just interesting because I have other radio friends and they say that would you go call up any other profession yeah. to complain about what they're doing. Yeah, like if somebody's walking through a building on design, are they going to call the architect and say, I don't like the way you did this? No. No, but for some reason, because my voice is yeah. projected all through the city, that yeah. that gives them yeah. the allowance well, I, to I, do that. And I think part of it too is that it's like consumer-based product, right? So yeah. it's the same with like platforms like TikTok or Instagram or whatever. People can send something right away. A text is easy to send. A phone call is fairly easy to send. Doing an official write-up to an architecture firm or suing an architecture firm is completely is different. different right? yep. So I think that's another difference between our goals. But that's an interesting perspective is that like it's one little voice that you're hearing kind of peckering in your ear yep. that really has no influence in you. But like it's hard not to listen to those voices mm -hmm. sometimes, right? Yeah. And especially if you're struggling or you're having a bad day, it's even harder to not listen to those voices, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That yeah. one a couple of months ago, I was having like a really crappy day. And I even told you about this and I can't remember what was said, but this person texted in and just said that I'm horrible to listen to. Yeah. And of course it was on the day that I was like not doing okay yeah. already in the first place. And I, that just like broke me. And I was like, that sucks. Yeah. But again, one person out of yeah. the thousands of people who are listening, you can't please everyone. That's the biggest thing about yeah. criticism. Someone's <laughs> always going to have a, problem with you and that's the unfortunate part about our world and especially these days where there's a lot of hurt and a lot of hate in the world is that hurt people hurt people and yeah. i know that that's a pretty cliche saying but it's it holds a lot of merit like the amount of people that get hurt by somebody and then feel the need to like project that on somebody else in a negative criticizing way is not okay and right? that happens a lot of times in relationships too oh 100 percent like if I'm having a bad day, it's a lot easier for me. And I'll admit this. I'll be the first to admit this. If I'm having a bad day, it's a lot easier for, for me to blow up at you or like, you know, not like something that you're doing simply because I'm having a bad day, which yeah. is not okay, but mm -hmm. that's human, right? Yeah. So we have to give ourselves, and this goes back to our Giving Grace podcast of we need to give ourselves grace, but we also need to give grace to the people that are hurting us to understand where they're coming from as well. Whether it be your partner, whether it be a random guy on the street says something negative to you, you kind of have to also capture that thought, look back on where they're coming from, and maybe they're, you know, having a terrible day. So if you kill them with love, as some people say, right? And yeah. like just, you know, project love back at them, oftentimes that can um, disperse a conflict. Have you had criticism within like romantic relationships? Yeah, like I think you and I are really good with that. Or getting better day what by day with that. We're good at that with criticism. No, I mean like, sorry. <laughs> what, I, what I'm trying to say is that we're good at giving each other constructive criticism. Okay. And not giving each other just like negative comments. Have you? you know? Okay, so you haven't had an instance where you've been getting negative comments. In you're our relationship, a, you're just a perfect boyfriend in all your no, other past relationships. But wow. I'm trying to trying to figure out how to say this nicely. Wow. But there are times when you criticize me. And I know it's not constructive, <laughs> but I know that you're going through something. So I kind of just, you know, right. We're talking about two, two different things right now. You're talking about criticism as a whole. Criticism is an overarching term, but there's many different facets of it where it's constructive, non-constructive, or it's just blatant criticism yeah. for no reason. Right. So I think that's where kind of you <laughs> are not on the same page right now is where you're saying like, 
you do criticize me, which you do. But sometimes it's constructive and sometimes it's not. Nine times out of 10, you do a really good job and it is constructive. But that one time out of 10, I have to kind of analyze and see where you're at and where your headspace is because you might not mean to be non-constructive right so the, you think that's also important when we're talking about criticism in this episode it's like criticism is good if it's constructive yes you don't think criticism is good if it's not in an area that you can improve yeah. on there's many factors because it can be constructive criticism can be given in an incorrect way and then it becomes non-constructive if it's constructive criticism and it's delivered in a proper way it's automatically constructive criticism if you have real something really good to say that is a criticism, but you say it in a terrible way, like you yell it or you project it in a way that your friend, your partner, whoever you're talking to is going to take it in a poor way, that's deconstructive criticism. I think that, that happens a lot in relationships where an example could even be like, I think I've maybe done this with you, is that you need to tidy up something, yeah. right? Like you need to clean the house, you need to put your laundry away, whatever it is. But if I just attack you, because, oh, you're so bad at that. You never yeah. do that. Oh, yeah. again, now you're having yeah. to do this? Yeah. That's not going to motivate you to do anything. Not at all. But if I criticize you in a way, if I give you constructive criticism yeah. of saying, hey, you know, it looks so good when all your laundry's put away and now look yeah. at how organized you are in your closet. Yeah. Maybe we should do, be doing this yeah. more and getting into that habit of yeah. it instead of leaving your laundry on the ground. Yeah, or like if I'm in the middle of something and you're like, God, put the dishes away or God, do this. Like you need to do this. Yeah. A better way is like, hey, Dylan, when you're done doing the task that you're doing right now or whatever you're doing right now, can you please go and do this? Yeah. Instead of go do the dishes or like there's so much crap on the ground. Yeah. Like, you know, there's it's so easy and so hard at the same time to just flip your little switch of thinking and say, okay, if I say this in a nice way, it's going to be received a hell of a lot better. Yeah, but I think that's I the problem where a lot of people like... Oh, there's a just, huge disconnect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think when it comes to like receiving negative criticism or deconstructive criticism, as we want to call it, I think a major thing that people need to realize is going back to that hurt people, hurt people thing, right? Okay. If you're having a fight with your partner, your friend, with your um, person you're talking to randomly or like whatever criticism it may be at work, at home. Yeah. I think it's important for you if you're receiving that criticism and then you take it negatively and say, wow, that was not constructive or I did not like the way that that person said that to me. Take a step back and literally you can take a pause. You're allowed to like not respond as to the that person. As right the away. person who's like receiving it. Receiving it, okay. Take a pause and, and analyze. Is this person, number one, I think is the biggest one is, is this person someone that I trust? Is this someone that, I should be taking criticism from because if you don't trust them or like you don't take that criticism from them, just accept it. Say, okay. That you is know? so true. You know, like if, if you're getting criticism from Joe blow off the street saying, I hate your radio show. Like you're terrible <laughs> on the radio. That person means absolutely nothing to you. I read a thing once that was saying, if you, I don't know if someone has an opinion about you, if someone wants to give advice to you, if someone criticizes you, whatever it may be, yeah. but they're not someone that is in a higher position that you want to learn from. Yeah. Or if they're, if they're not in a position yeah. where they are doing really good for themselves, if it's not somebody that you want to be or want to, you know, get up to their level yeah. and they're below you, as crappy as that may sound, if they're below you and you have nothing to gain from them, why why are you taking the advice from them? Yeah, I agree. Why are you taking the criticism from them? 
I agree with that 95% because I think the 5% that I'm talking about is that sometimes the people that are lower than you on the totem pole or whatever you want to call it in a like work environment or a life environment, yeah, they can actually have like a lot to say. There's been times when I've like hang out with younger kids than me, like high school kids or like even toddlers that say something off the cuff, right? Like they say something about me or like with regards to the situation that we're having. And it's like, wow, that was really profound. No, I'm not kidding. I don't have any like a examples. I don't have any like legit examples, but I know that I know it's happened in my life where like someone younger than me or someone lower than me, okay. like, a new employee or somebody says something or has an idea, and I'm like, wow, that was actually really good. You know, because mm -hmm. I. But you're right. Ninety-five percent of the time, the people that are lower than you, if they're saying something or to criticize you, and it's non-constructive, throw it out. Really, but, but then from going from what you said, it's good still to listen to everything that's being said to you. Oh, 100%. Unless you have haters that are continually, I get this all the time on either TikTok or whatever it may yeah. be, a people constantly just like spewing negative comments. Yeah. And block I read out the haters. Hashtag I was block gonna say, the if, if y'all follow me on TikTok and go on my that's TikTok, my lives, you know that Dylan goes on every single one of my lives, and he will be like that person that will block block everything it is so funny when you do that because people now on my tiktok obviously know who you are yeah and they will also be like where's dylan like he needs to block this guy yeah. so the point is it's like yes obviously with your own judgment look at the criticism that is being given to you if it's just like negative and people are just saying horrible stuff for no reason and it doesn't have any prompt to it and it doesn't have anything behind it, then obviously don't take that into account. Yeah. If there is something of a criticism that maybe is not constructive, but maybe there's some merit behind it and you just don't want to listen to it, you should also, I don't know, take that into account. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. think we get criticism a lot. We just ignore it because it's not what we want to hear. Yeah, and I think that also this is all a process, right? This has nothing to do with us being experts. We are not experts. We are not preaching. This is all like a learning process for us as well. Yeah. Right. And we're trying to get better at receiving and giving criticism as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I just thought of something with respect to that as well is that there's four things that you kind of need to do when you're receiving criticism okay. in a way. The first would be like you receive it. You learn how to receive it well. You learn how to take that in and analyze those thoughts, which is the next one. Process it. Yeah. You process the things that were given to you, whether they're negative or they're positive. You process them, right? If they're negative, this is where you can kind of stop and be like, all right, enough with that. Don't need to like take that further. Um, number three would be like pro uh, plan it and like say, what's my plan of action to like deal with this? So if there is a constructive criticism and you're like, man, I really need to be better at that, especially in a relationship. I find that a lot where you bring something to me and you're like, hey, I'm not happy with the way you're doing this. And then I'm like, okay, I need to figure out how to do that because okay. I can't fix it immediately right no you have to plan it out and say hey okay how can i put this into action yeah right and then I'll, the last one would be execute i think that. what was it again so it'd be uh receive it learn how to receive it well receive it learn how to process it well take it in process it analyze it and then plan on how you're going to execute it plan. so plan and execute yeah execute execute gotcha yeah. i just came up with that now you're so smart <laughs> not really it took me forever <laughs> to get that out <laughs> And again, thank you for that question that came out. Yeah. Uh, someone messaged us and asked us, how do yeah. we handle criticism? And if we could talk about criticism. So I hope that answered that question yeah. of how we handle it.
Well, thank you for, again, listening to our podcast. This was episode seven. We do have our podcast on Apple. We have it on Spotify. And if you could listen to, or if you could actually follow us on Instagram, Living Life Authentically podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Awesome. I'll see you next week. Also, it's Dylan's birthday next week. So I'm excited. Yes, the big two, four. Oh, wow. You're old. Okay. (laughs)